Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know what I love is decadent Western sexual mores. Well, that actually does tie into what we're talking it, about it today. It ties into what you were reading. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dear God. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. I, when I logged into this call an hour late, Garrison was studiously reading, reading a book by <laughs> with the screen centered on the cover. We got to bleep this out and have it, have it be the new thing that's bleeped out. I agree with that, actually. Yes. Really? Good call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that way we can just do a whole series of jokes where we just like pill people on, on <laughs> fascist esotericism. <laughs> what a uh. what a fun joke that would be. <laughs> Welcome to Could Happen Here, the show where we talk about things that could happen. Um, about just talking about the onslaught of uh, of uh, bills that have been introduced the past few months that attacking kind of trans rights and queer people in general. Yeah, so we've 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 heard about gay marriage. We've heard about turfs a lot the past the past mm. few episodes, mm. and now we're going to be kind of focusing on the yeah, like I said, the the kind of current legislation that's happened specifically within the past six months um, that have been targeting kind of LGBTQ people in in schools particularly, and, and a lot of it's been targeted towards towards minors, teen teens, 
adolescence um, and restricting the visibility and uh, and kind of what's allowed to be said and mentioned in schools. So we're going to kind of actually talk about um, books first, because a lot of this stuff is kind of tied into the critical race theory um, kind of uh, like organizing that the right was mm -hmm. doing in 2021. So, yeah. The American Library Association says that uh, between September and December of 2021 alone, they received uh, more than 330 reports of uh, book challenges, for, which is the most in over two decades in terms of uh, people trying to restrict what books are allowed to be in schools. So, Boy, I've, I experienced a book challenge lately. Tell you what, trying to read through the new James Patterson book. What a... Do either of you know who James Patterson is? No, vaguely. This was this was a this was a bad idea on my back. <laughs> Please continue, Garrison. I, I was I was busy reading the <laughs> before you logged on. I, I have a different interest in books. <laughs> you know, actually, very similar books, very <laughs> similar. <laughs> and the Pelican Brief, basically identical. <laughs> I have no idea how much of that's going to get bleeped, but it's going to be funny. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, a Tennessee school's removal of. Uh, Maz, the, the Holocaust graphic uh, biography, became kind of the most famous example of this trend a few months ago. Um, it was, the book was allegedly banned due to due to nudity and because of curse words. Uh, but this is kind of you know, it was they they claimed it had nothing to do with the actual political content. Uh, it was just because of the uh, the inappropriate the images words. for children, which is uh, a little a little dubious since it's all you know starring uh, mice. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the majority of challenged books have been kind of those focused on LGBTQ characters or themes. Uh, back in November, nearly two dozen uh, people a day were dying from COVID-19 in South Carolina. Thank God that got better. Thank God we knocked that shit out. <laughs> but rather than try to handle the public health crisis, uh, Governor Henry McMaster seemed more interested in pressuring the state's Department of Education to crack down on queer-themed books. He directed the Department of Education and the State Board of Education to create, quote, statewide standards and directives to prevent pornography and other obscene content from entering our state's public schools and libraries, uh, the governor said in a letter to the superintendent of education. Inside the letter, it was specifically targeted towards uh, Maya Kobe's uh, book, Gender Queer, a Memoir. Um, which is a, a genderqueer graphic novel kind of detailing what it's what it's like to be genderqueer. Mm -hmm. It's definitely popular among kind of the adult, like a young adult kind of age range. And is and and a good resource for kind of gender bending type stuff. Um, and it has faced a large amount of the a large amount of the onslaught and like the bashing of of queer books have been focused on this specific book. Uh, it's an autobiographical book. Uh, based on the Bay Area non-binary writer and illustrator. Um, it's been challenged. It, it started being challenged at one of South Carolina's nearly 500 schools and then got banned from all of them just because people were mad about it at one school. Uh, it was being recommended for those in the 10th grade or higher to learn about kind of queer issues. Um, and it is now become the, one of the most banned books of this past year. Uh, it's been removed from schools in Virginia, New Jersey, Florida, North and South Carolina, Texas, and a, a large amount of other states in the South. Um, speaking speaking of Texas, the genderqueer graphic novel was just one part of a massive kind of horrifying purge led by Texas Republican State Representative Matt Krause. 
uh, he, he he led an effort to pressure and force schools and libraries to remove books based on a list of undesirable reads that he compiled himself. Um, the list is a 16-page spreadsheet with over 850 books cataloged. On Krauss's 850-strong list of titles that he once banned from Texas libraries, 62% uh, of them concern LGBTQ issues. Um, it's kind of clear that what oh, he did to oh, make wow. this... Yeah, what, 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 what he did to make this list is just like Googling the words like queer and LGBTQ and gay and trans like with book and just found a list of books that have it like mentioned somewhere. So like a lot of like so many books are just like completely banned that aren't even really like, yeah, like the, the list is nearly 1000 books like long. So like he was just like Google searching to like add as many books to this list as he could. Yeah, as he it's not actually find. about the content beyond the fact that the content acknowledges the existence of, of queer people. Like yeah. that, that's to the extent that he knows about the content. That's it. Like you, you can't be reading all these books. No, because he, he like one of the more interesting trends that you can find on this list is that it challenges and tries to ban books that teach students like their legal rights. Um, n like n not even counting books about like reproductive rights or rights as like LGBTQ people. It also it includes in this list like titles like the Legal Atlas of the United States. Um, teen legal rights. Uh, uh, oh, identity yeah, you rights. Want kids to know about their legal yeah. rights. Yeah, equal rights. Um, we the students. Uh, Supreme Court cases for and about students. Um, yeah. I mean, this is my my support for LGBTQ people is is warring here with my belief that children should not know their rights because they're 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 getting too uppity as it is. We gotta we gotta crack. Look, could we crack down on kids in a way that isn't bigoted? That's all I'm asking for. Nope. <laughs> nope. It Absolutely seem that impossible. <laughs> we got to slow them down. No, no. Kids, you, you must know your rights. And the, the very important thing here is that if you keep weed in your locker, the school can just search it. So don't put it in your locker. Uh, if you put it in your car, they, it's it's way harder for them to search it. Even, Store even if the car is on school weed premises. in the principal's car. Store guns there. Wait. Okay. Sorry. Let's... um. Yeah, on. I'm not sure if you can find that in the legal atlas of the United States. But I mean, to be fair, Texas kids can't read that book either now. So who knows? Who knows what it says? Yeah. So two Virginia school board members kind of called for uh, sexual books, quote unquote, sexual books to be burned at a meeting last year. Um, and a lot of Good these, God. like a lot of the rhetoric around like book book burnings <sighs> and book bannings was specifically tied to the kind of uh, the effort to harass and gain support in school boards so we saw this yeah. last year with like proud boys and extremists and just like other like random people who got their brains kind of warped by propaganda kind of leading these like incendiary charges against against school board members some you know school board members got fired like threatened with arrest uh just for allowing books that mentioned the existence of being queer it was it was a it was quite a quite a problem that is now influencing this current legislative cycle um, in almost every case, quote unquote, like concerned parents have swarmed school board meetings and flooded kind of mailboxes with outrage over what they call pornography um, being distributed to their children. Uh, you know, people will will plaster signs with, you know, scenes from the genderqueer graphic novel that is like what they 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 deem as being like porno like pornographic. Um, when it just depicts like how 
how like adults and young adults behave accurately just like you can find in any like fucking like batman comic like it's not like it's it's like it's like not it's 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 both in line with other comic books and also like it's obviously dealing with like issues around being queer as like that's the whole point of it so but yeah just blasting this blasting like queerness as innately pornographic is you know a big a big part of this type of propaganda push it's it's uh it's pretty upsetting because I mean a, yeah. a, a lot of these adults and like quote unquote parents, you know, who who knows if they're actually parents, you know, it, it it even goes and stuff to being like, you know, they're accusing librarians and teachers of being pedophiles for having this for the, having these type of materials. Uh, in Wyoming, prosecutors considered charging library staff with stalking books about sexuality, um, including like literary classics under like the sex ed banner, like "Sex is a Funny Word" and "This Book Is Gay." Um, but yeah, considered charging library staff like with crimes for for stalking these books, which are like very typical sex ed books. It's it's incredible because when I was in a Texas public school, I read all of the Wheel of Time books from my school library. And those are horny in a much, much more unhealthy way than any of the books that you're talking about could possibly be described as. Well, you, you get that you get this fun thing where it's like they're basically running the clock back on the turf arc. Like if you, if you remember when we were talking about the turf in Mexico, it was. OK, so the, the, the arc that they did was they were anti-porn people, but then they lost the anti-porn wars. So they, they, they became anti-trafficking people. And then when sort of turfism came back, they, they went from anti-trafficking back to being turfs. And it's like this, this is literally they're, they're doing this whole thing in reverse, right? Their, their starting position is that they're anti-trans and they're just going back to like the anti-porn stuff, but like bringing in a sort of like bringing in an anti-trafficking angle. And it's it's great. It's extremely fun. Yeah, this is I would describe this as fun. This is what I consider a fun time. Yeah. Well, I know what you consider a fun time, Harrison. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you do notice my my carefully placed carefully placed books on on my on, yes, on yes. my bookshelf. I'm I'm extremely aware of that, Garrison. <laughs> so Garrison is reading books that will get them canceled by like five specific people, by five people if we talk about them too much on this show <laughs> that is always the fear of that's always the fear of twitter it's being canceled by five my, people my favorite thing about doing a podcast for an audience of millions garrison is telling a joke that is it that is precisely for you and me <laughs> <laughs> and then making that like several minutes of content sorry um an oklahoma bill was introduced to the state senate that would prohibit school libraries from uh, keeping books th- uh, that focus on sexual activity, sexual identity, or gender identity. Um, you know, we're going to use the word gender identity a lot. That kind of just refers to anything that, that even... One. I mean, like, it, it refers to even mentions of being cisgender, right? Because if you bring up the concept of cisgender, that infers that there is an alternative to that. So, it's, so like, even any, if anything even mentions being cis, it means that there must be something other. So that already falls into the gender identity kind of framework. So it's just like... Anything that suggests that you are that you that there is like gender identity is not something you are innately born with and are forever is is going to be is going to be is, is is banned and is seen as pornographic or obscene or is like grooming children or whatever kind of words that they use. Um, and like all of this rhetoric is is much worse for LGBTQ authors who are black or people of color. There's books like. All Boys Aren't Blue by writer uh, George M. Johnson, whose whose book led one white school board member to call the police on uh, her own district's librarian for keeping it in stock. 
It's uh, the, the the Central York School District in Pennsylvania banned an extensive uh, list of books last year that was almost entirely written by authors of color. This is all the stuff's been happening like concurrently with the anti-critical race theory, like organizing and protests, which again obviously isn't about actual critical race theory. It's just about the suggestion that maybe racism is something that is not just an individual problem, but is maybe kind of built into our entire culture and system of like governance um, and education. So it's it's not actual critical race theory. It's that, but I think everyone listening to this kind of already are already knows that. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, which is going to be just who's going to be a recurring character on this episode, um, kind of uh, has taken this whole, you know, calling the police on librarians thing uh, much further, kind of uh, demanding that the state's education agency, quote, investigate any criminal activity in our public schools involving the availability of pornography, uh, a move that kind of librarians in the state fear could make them targets of criminal complaints. Or again, stalking books about sex ed, or you know, stalking books that not even not not, not even not even not even about like sex ed, just just like books that mention an alternative to the heteronormative like you are the gender that you are assigned at birth like idea, like anything other than that is now could get them in trouble. So anything that doesn't kind of fall under the Christian supremacist like worldview of sexuality and gender, it's it's not great. There's a it's so yeah. All Boys Aren't Blue, the book written by by George uh, M. Johnson, has been s- similar to the gender queer graphic novel. is one of the most banned books of last year, targeted for removal in at least 15 states. Um, it's uh, a lot of the organizing of these efforts kind of start online. There's like Telegram channels, Facebook groups, and then they carry over into like school board protests, and then eventually, like you know, maybe some school board members will 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 catch on to this and start advocating for it. Then you know the state governor does you know the city city councilman like all of this thing is 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 this whole cycle of organizing that's really picked up alongside the anti CRT stuff. Many many parents have seen like Google Docs or spreadsheets like the sixteen page one made by Matt Krause of of contentious titles posted on Facebook by local chapters of organizations such as Moms for Liberty. So, so people will make these giant giant spreadsheets talking about books that they don't like. And then it'll get shared around on Facebook groups, Telegram channels. Uh, from there, librarians uh, say that parents will ask their schools if these books are available inside libraries. And then we'll start rallying and, and organizing to get them banned from being available in any kind of public public government setting, whether that be school libraries, whether it be like uh, pu- public libraries, whether that be like online access, all this type of stuff. So yeah, it's uh, it's, I don't know. It's organizing against these types of things is never the easiest thing, um, because a lot of times they, these people get really get get really dedicated onto this because it is such a. It's 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 the whole save the children kind of idea which gave QAnon such strength, and QAnon's kind of taking a dip down. This stuff is taking a rise up. It's kind of it's passing over the same type of organizing principles online. As, as mentioned before, the governor of South Carolina asked the state superintendent of education, but also its law enforcement division, to investigate the presence of, quote, obscene and pornographic materials from its public schools, um, you know, citing the gender and queer graphic novel as an example. There you've seen you've seen mayors in different in different cities withhold funding from county libraries, saying that he will not release money to these county library systems um, until books with LGBTQ themes are removed. 
it's it's pretty grim. Uh, and so far, efforts to bring criminal charges against librarians and educators have largely faltered, as is as law enforcement officials in like Florida and Wyoming and other states where this type of thing has been attempted have you know found really no basis for criminal investigations. Uh, but still, it's like the same thing for like even even if this process gets started, it's about building like fear that it could happen to you. It's about, you know, this fear that someone's always watching and someone's always wanting to report you. Um, and it's the thing that like happened with Texas and abortion. It's like trying to have like the bounty hunter idea be like parents are trying to find examples of this to report it. So then so it's like this like proactive kind of surveillance of anything that doesn't fall into the Christian supremacist idea of gender and sexuality. It's. You know, the, 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 now, of course, that's like a specific interpretation of Christianity. I'm not not saying all Christianity is like that, but it is the one of it's the in the South. It's it is like the one of the bigger strains of that type of of that type of kind of religious and politic synthesis. <sighs> let's let's see. So courts have generally taken the position that libraries should not remove these books from circulation, um, but sometimes due to pressure via like loss of funding or depending on how like the how much how much like who's in charge of each state's like, kind of education system, a lot of a lot of, a lot of these books have been banned and have have been pulled from many school libraries and many public libraries, uh, even if it doesn't like go all the way to being like you know court mandated. All of it, it sometimes it doesn't need, doesn't even need to get that far. So yeah, because like even if it doesn't get to the court, librarians kind of. Librarians have said that just the threat of having to defend against charges and having to defend against like accusations of pedophilia and grooming and all this kind of nonsense is enough to get many educators to censor themselves by just not stocking these books to begin with to avoid that whole kind of debacle. Because even just the public spectacle of an accusation can be enough to like ruin someone's life inside like a small, like in like a small community, right? It's it's it's, it's if you know parents, if you know kids, and this is like part of your social group, it's part of like wherever you're like situated in, in, in your community. If this type of thing starts up, it can really be devastating to someone's personal life. And obviously, this is very ironic because all these same people who are trying to get, get these books banned are also cry and scream about like censorship and cancel culture um, while literally advocating the burning of comic books um, and even like fucking like you know, advocating the burning of know your rights books. So. It's it's like yes they, they they will cry and scream about cancel culture, um but they will do all of this stuff as well. It's not it's not, I there is no ideological consistency. There's they're 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 not they're not trying to. That's not that's that's not part of the point. It's because it's not even hypocrisy in their own eyes because all of this is for the greater good. It's it's about protecting the innocence of children, right? If you'll notice that a lot of these bills and efforts try to not explicitly attack books for being gay or queer. Instead, they will label them as pornographic or obscene. Um, now, obviously, many books that conservatives will defend have just as graphic depictions of intimacy or autonomy, like or or, um, uh, in, or anatomy, um, but usually heterosexual in nature and alongside other kind of values that the right wants to push. Um, you know, even like the fucking Bible is more graphic than the gender queer graphic novel. Um, but when conservatives say pornography, what they just mean is a dis is any display of queerness, right? Anything yeah. outside the mold of the fundamentalist Christian supremacist worldview that they're fighting for. J just like when they say ban critical race theory, they don't they don't actually mean that. What they mean is ban any discussion on racism that kind of disrupts white comfort. 
it's 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 the they they have their own framework to view this and they can justify it within their own framework so you know it it, it should not surprise anyone that many of these queer book bannings are being organized alongside bans on books focusing on race and racism um matt cross's 16 page spreadsheet uh was 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 made to accompany house bill 3979 the so-called anti-crt bill that bans teaching of any materials that could mean, quote, an individual should feel discomfort, guilt, anguish, or any other psychological distress on account of the individual's race or sex. So just banning teaching of things that could make a theoretical person kind of uncomfortable, uh, which is seems like a great way to view education. Uh, yeah, let's just skip over the parts that are uncomfortable, and that'll make a great society. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to I'm I'm going to I'm going to quote from a uh, a a great article by uh, Samantha Rydell in uh, them.com quote Small wonder then that much of the current uh, fervor can be traced back to the conservative group No Left Turn uh, founded in 2020 to ban books about racial inequality from classrooms uh, by Alina Fishbean and Alina Fishbean believes that Antifa children, quote, quote, unquote, Antifa children are going to assault her kids for being white. Um, the, or- the organization, No Left Turn, rocketed to prominence in the anti-education right wing after Fishbean was interviewed by Tucker Carlson on Fox News, um, a title which similarly lifted like-minded boats such as Moms for Liberty. No Left wow. Turn's website directs parents to a laundry list of books that they claim are used to, quote, indoctrinate kids into a dangerous ideology, um, including a robust selection on, quote, comprehensive sexual education. Um, here, the pornography lie is laid bare with over 40 books whose only kind of through line is that they deal with LGBTQ themes. Uh, the picture book, I Am Jazz, uh, Kate uh, Bornstein's My Gender Workbook, and the YA novel Two Boys Kissing. Uh, also included is Margaret Atwood's The Hand- The Handmaiden's Tale. Uh, no Left Turn indiscriminately targets all these titles because they simply feature queer people having lives, or in the case of like Margaret Atwood, having their lives be ended. So after all, ideas ideas like that might influence kids to think that they could be different, right? Any and for conservative parents, there's no greater mm-hmm. horror than the thought of not being able to control their children or the idea that their kids might not be straight. It should come as no surprise that the grassroots campaigns, quote-unquote grassroots campaigns, like No Left Turn, are in reality linked to influential conservative donors and PACs, like the Cato Institute and the former Federalist Cato. Society. Pardon? Cato. Cato. Yes. Cato, yes. Like the Cato it's, Institute. It's named after Cato Kalin, the guy who lived behind OJ's house. Is that true? <laughs> no, it's named after okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I should have just let that. I should have just. Uh, God that, damn That should have been Gary's one line. It was going like, to slightly, slightly expand my like red string. Mm-hmm. In, like my red string <laughs> born inside my head. You're like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Cato Institute named after Cato Kalen, the guy who. <laughs> OJ Surfer Bro Buddy. But it should come as no surprise that the grassroots, quote unquote, grassroots campaigns like No Left Turn are in reality linked to influential conservative donors and PACs like the Cato Institute and former Federalist Society Vice President Leonard Leo. Uh, But then again, lies don't matter to the reactionary base that Republicans are hoping to rally to the front of this culture war. What matters to them is controlling the information that children have access to, to ostensibly keep them safe and innocent. But in truth, 
because they think that if kids don't know about LGBTQ identities, they won't form one. It's conversion therapy by ignorance, end quote. But that, that's an idea I'm going to kind of come back through, come back to a few times throughout the course of this episode, is the idea of conversion therapy by ignorance, uh, which really does kind of, I think, have a, introduce a really good like mental framework to understand why these things are happening, because they think if they can keep kids from learning about these things, then they won't become gay or trans. It is it is like trying to isolate them so that so that their reality tunnel is so small, so that they won't hopefully will never like break out of it. Um, now, obviously, if kids feel if if kids start having feelings that break that tunnel, if they don't know that there's an alternative to that, that really kind of leads to things like depression and suicide, which is why that's so high among among queer kids in that region, because it's like there's it's like they're fundamentally breaking reality so it, it's it, that's hard to cope with um we're just gonna it's gonna do what's gonna do kind of one more segment quickly before before we have an ad break it is uh it's it's interesting we have like a lot of the parents that have been rallying for this uh have some interesting track records themselves we can even you know go back to um uh to the family research council with josh duggar having the save the children idea while you know himself being a child molester or how um, Lily Cade, like, seri- oh serial boy. rapist. Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> so um, uh, in a uh, sickeningly ironic case, uh, a Missouri parent named Ryan Utterback was charged in December with multiple accounts of child molestation and uh, uh, giving and, and distributing pornography to minors, including a child as young as four. Um, on, upon his arrest, Utterback was heavily involved in the book-banning advocacy, including protests against... The books uh, "All Boys Aren't Blue" and uh, and other sex ed books. Um, he 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 said he 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 gave a quote before he got arrested when he was still doing like the book banning advocacy. Quote: "Only I have the intimate understanding of what is and isn't appropriate for my children," uh, which is quite quite the oh, quite the sentence God. to say on someone who oh. is now arrested for child molestation. Jeez. So, yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's uh, that sucks, but yeah. So like, it's it's the idea that erasing, erasing documentation of queer lives and making it so that so that, people their kids only are exposed to a very kind of isolated worldview will make it easier to control. Um, and if they don't hear about something, maybe they'll just you know live their life as a regular straight child, and that's and that's their hope. Now, obviously, that doesn't that doesn't really happen in practice. But that's kind of what they're working towards. That's why the save the children thing is so important to them, because they really do think that they can save the kid children. They like they they, they do think that they can keep 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 them from this stuff. So, I I, th- I think there's one other reason that they're doing that specifically. They focus on books too, and specifically the the, the pornographic attack, which is that the the these kind of like incredible hard right evangelicals are not the entire Republican base. And so, like, there, there are people yeah. who they have to convince, like, they have to fully radicalize into, like, into into the extermination of queer people, specifically the extermination of trans people. And the like, the easiest way to do that is just by constantly associating anything queer with pedophilia and with, uh, like, specific, specifically pedophilia and specifically grooming. And you know, these kind of campaigns, it's like they have dual effect. They have the the, the effect on the one hand of of the actual material harm to children and they're you know like preventing them from having any access to anything that shows them that they could be queer and then simultaneously it has this effect of of creating this association inside of conservatives that allows you to push for even more genocidal stuff that 
without this, they might not have been able to swallow. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. speaking of genocidal actions, I'm sure that one of our sponsors have contributed to at least one attempt at genocide. Oh, I mean, we we are actually entirely sponsored this week by the former (laughs) Indonesian dictator Suharto. So, you know, big, big thank yous to him. Uh, Pancasila forever. Uh, And yeah, here's some ads. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Ah, we're back. Uh, don't, don't, don't Google what Sukarno did in uh, uh, in West Papua. Hey, 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 hey! Suharto and Sukarno, different oh, guys. Yes. Oh yeah, totally this, different oh, yes. guys. I, yeah, I'm ve- I am very clear on this, and that's why you should not Google what Sukarno <laughs> mm-hmm. did in in Papua, because dear God. But we will put his Patreon in the description. Yeah, we will so be backing his Patreon look heavily. At, look, look at the show notes for that. Um, hi, welcome back. We're gonna we're gonna segue into other types of le- legislation now, uh, but still kind of focusing on the whole parents' rights to decide what scientific and medical knowledge children can have access to, um, in terms of like the conversion therapy by ignorance category. So we're gonna talk about the Don't Say Gay bill. So Florida's House and Senate just passed the so-called Don't Say Gay bill that Vance mentioned. 
of anything other than the strict heteronormativity and the you are the gender assigned at birth kind of idea. Um, for at least most of elementary school, it's banned, and possibly farther reaching than that, um, with teachers also opening themselves up to lawsuits if they fail to comply. It's formally known as the Parental Rights in Education Bill, and the text of the legislation states that, quote, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in any manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. So it it is it is very intentionally vague for how far reaching this can be for how much they will determine what and what isn't appropriate for grades uh, four and up. Who knows? Uh, yeah, so, but it's not just it's not just limited to early grades. Um, classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity could be prohibited or at least taken to court at all grade levels, uh, depending on what the parents find unacceptable. Right. It is it's it's, it's based on what the parents want to want to happen to 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 the kids that are under their care. So. It's it's specifically following kind of the the framework that yeah you can you can report something if you don't like it so it's 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 very much pandering to like a reactionary conservative yeah base. all this stuff that conservatives said was a nightmare about like the Stasi in East Germany and the KGB they're like but what if we just decentralized that you know and and let anyone who's a bigot uh, report and ruin the lives of people around them for a variety of bullshit reasons it's it's good. Yeah, it's uh, and we, just like other states in like in in Texas, the, the enforcement of it is not initially done by the government, but is open to a concerned fanatical public, saying that parents may bring action against a school district to obtain a declaratory judgment, um, and a court may award damages and attorneys' fees if it finds the school violated the measure. So there's like financial incentives for parents <laughs> for this, um. The bill will come into effect on the 1st of July, with all school districts um, uh, required to update their policies by at least June 2023. There was, uh, there was also a proposed amendment that would have required schools and educators to report if they knew or suspected a child was LGBTQ to their parents within six weeks of learning that. Um, so within six weeks of learning, if they're not cis or straight, they would have to be reported to the parents um, but that that part was withdrawn before the bill reached the House. But in terms of like, this is the type of thing that this that like the legislators are thinking of when it became increasingly apparent that the bill was going to be passed no matter what. Uh, a, a, a Democrat, Chevron Jones, the first openly gay Florida state senator, tried to amend the bill to narrow the language to say that in classroom instruction should not be intended to change a student's sexual orientation or gender identity and specifically not marginalize queer people and instead just limit the bill to age-appropriate sex ed. And that amendment obviously failed, um, with Dennis Backley, the bill's main sponsor, saying that it would significantly gut the bill's intent. So it's 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 specifically to suppress knowledge of being queer. That is that is the whole that's the whole point of the bill. Um you know, mean the the governor claims that the bill addresses quote sexual stuff and quote telling kids that they may be able to pick genders and all that, uh, saying Which, that... Which, <laughs> again, like, that, that has nothing to do... Like, this has nothing to do with sex at all. Like, literally nothing. It's... Like, but, nothing. Yeah, it's... But, but you know, They still view it on, like, people. the pornographic obscene kind of category. Because, yeah. like, it's... 
right? It's the same thing. Like if you show gay people kissing, that is sexual. If you show straight people kissing, that isn't, right? It's it's being queer is innately more obscene. It is it is it is it is so much more of an issue. Ron DeSantis, governor, also said like, how many parents want their kindergartners to have transgenderism or something injected into their school discussion? Um, but that's so that's the type of stuff he says at like press conferences and stuff. So yeah, it is it is very clear that the bill is targeted specifically towards gay people, um, and being trans or being queer, being non cis, non straight, that whole that 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 whole category. Um, uh, the governor's press secretary called it the anti grooming bill, um, you know, reviving the type of like you know yeah. rhetoric that LGBT attacks have had for years, suggesting that you know. Being gay means that you are a pedophile, or being trans means that you're a pedophile. Yeah, it ties in with this thing you'll see in like the far right, the libertarian right, where people who have like "kill your local pedophile" bumper yep. stickers and stuff. Because you can't argue with like, yeah, pedophiles are are the worst. That's horrible. But you don't actually mean people who molest children. You mean people who live in a way that you consider obscene, which you are equating with pedophilia, so that you can justify murdering those people eventually. Yep. Uh yep. yeah, yeah and, I mean, and when and when confronted with actual pedophiles, they literally don't do shit. Well, they are off. Like Andy No, for a great example, has regularly hung out around a specific. I think Amos Lee is his name, yep. pedophile, yep. the longest-serving Republican Speaker of the House, was a pedophile on a Dennis massive Hastert. scale. Dennis, yep. Dennis Haster, Dehast, Duhast. That's what that. Um, that's what that. What's that German band? This, this would have been a decent joke if I remembered their name right Rob, away. Rammstein. Rammstein. Yeah. Rammstein, well, yeah. I fucked it up. Okay, so. <laughs> Anyway, please, please continue. <laughs> so, yeah, but like the Don't Say Gay Bill tries even less than some of the like school book bans to hide behind the defense of prohibiting pornography. Like it just says the quiet part out loud, you know, saying that this bill is grounded in the belief. We're not going to say the loud part out loud. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like the the, the bill is just grounded in the belief that LGBTQ people simply by existing are a threat to, to like children and must be completely erased. Like that's that's the whole that's the whole idea. Following several hours of debate ahead of the vote in the Senate, uh, a, a bill sponsor, uh, Alana Garcia, claimed that, quote, gay is not a permanent thing and LGBTQ is not a permanent thing. So, yeah, it's the type of like conversion therapy by ignorance thing. A lot of these people have advocated for conversion therapy to be legalized in the past or re-legalized in the past. So, yeah, they just they just don't want gay people to be around because they find the Mickey. So, it's it's not it's not just Florida though, right? The the fears with like hyper focusing on you know just just the, just the don't say gay bill in Florida kind of you know it it ignores a lot of the other stuff that's happening across the entire country if you do, when you're just focusing on one state because there are like 15 similar bills moving through state le le legislators that restrict how textbooks and curriculums are allowed to teach LGBTQ topics and even like who can be hired as teachers and what are uh, what are like what's allowed to be said when it comes to gender identity and sexual orientation all like stuff's happening all across the country um a house bill in Tennessee would ban textbook and instructional materials that promote normalize support or address lesbian gay bisexual or transgender lifestyles quote unquote um in 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 K through 12 schools so also also high school um in uh, in uh, in Kansas, it, there's a bill that seeks to amend the state's obscenity laws to make using classroom materials depicting homosexuality a Class B misdemeanor. Uh, legislators in Indiana are working to bar educators from discussing any content about sexual orientation, 
quote, transgenderism or gender identity without permission from parents. Uh, in Oklahoma, there's a Senate bill that would uh, ban public schools from employing anyone who, quote, promotes positions in the classroom or any or at any function of the public school that is in opposition to the closely held religious beliefs of students. So that's that's a uh, interesting framing there. Yeah. And, and again, we need to be very clear about this when like when these people say deeply held religious beliefs, they mean fundamentalist Christianity. Yes. <laughs> they, they are, they are, these people are very specifically attempting to turn the state into a Christian ethnostate. And this is the shit that they used to do it. And it's, yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's grim. We can look at like a, a recent report from the Trevor Project, um, which is a, an LGBTQ suicide prevention and crisis intervention group. And they did a recent report uh, finding that LGBTQ youth who learn about LGBTQ people or LGBTQ issues in the school have a 23% uh, lower odds of reporting a suicide attempt in the past year. So just the, like, the, the knowledge that there is an alternative is, like, is life-changing for people, right? The ability to, uh, to realize that there are other reality tunnels is, can save people's lives. Like, mm -hmm. it is... Yeah, like, I mean, like, I, I like I, I watched this happen. Like my, my public school, like I, I was in a public school, but I was in public school in a really conservative area. The only time anyone even mentioned being gay was screaming about gay marriage. And like we fucking saw some shit like a, yeah. a lot of extremely bad things happened to the queer kids there, including me. Like it. Yep. Like this, this, this stuff kills people. It stuff hurts people. It is. It I think is that's, that's something brutal that people in like more blue states don't quite understand is how how absolute this type of thing is like living in these communities how how narrow your version of reality is like how how everything you're exposed to is so hyper focused that even knowledge of an alternative can be so mind-blowing that it really is important to have like, at least this to be knowledgeable because yeah a lot of people who you know a lot of people may not have access to the internet in the same way it's like a, a lot of these groups especially like especially like christian groups specifically have like like you know services that you can buy to like suppress websites on your Wi-Fi routers so that only you're only available to access like certain websites like like oh like it is a whole effort to restrict the reality uh, that kids are exposed to to kind of railroad them into this hyper specific kind of heteronormative idea of existence so yeah any type of thing that breaks these kids out of out of these reality tunnels can be can be life changing which is why they're trying to ban all these books at libraries because yeah even if you even if you block websites, even if you restrict internet access, even if you restrict what can be taught in schools, you know, there's the fear of what if a kid goes to a library and finds a book about being gay, then, oh, wow, that could, that would, you know, undo all of the effort, that undo the thousands of dollars we spend on blocking internet access to, to websites. So, like, that's why they're talking about, like, libraries and stuff is because, yeah, if they find out about this stuff anywhere then they're going to be in trouble. Like that's, that's, it's the whole point of like isolating people and isolating what they view as possible. So yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about some, uh, we're not, we're going to, we're going to talk money, 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 money. Uh, the other thing that the don't say gay bill has highlighted is the extent to which big businesses and corporate America is financially funding many of these recent efforts to hack away at queer rights. Yep. Uh, this has kind of been like a back and forth thing, though, especially if you look back at the past few years under the Trump era. Let's take the 2016 uh, North Carolina bathroom bill, for example, um, arguably the opening act for the current onslaught of socially conservative legislation targeting trans people. 
Uh, remember, this was like right after the Supreme Court ruling on gay marriage. So this is when the needle starts to shift towards trans people. This is the bill that said that you have to use the bathroom assigned at uh, matching the gender you were assigned at birth on your birth certificate, all this kind of stuff. Um, putting, again, unspoken bigotry, unspoken stuff. You know, you could be, you know, arrested or harassed for doing this previously, but it's like putting this type of idea into concrete law, right? This yeah. is once once progress starts, there is this like backpedaling. So that they, you know, they put they put the, they put what was once like unspoken bigotry and just like obvious bigotry into actual written law. Um, it's it's like make making it concrete. So during the 2016 bathroom bill kind of whole thing in North Carolina, um, we saw corporations trying to stay conscious of culture shifts attempting to stay on like the sympathetic side of the rising generations who would you know become their future employees and cus and customers uh, trying to appeal to them and keeping that in mind so in the aftermath of the passage of the bathroom bill multiple companies like PayPal Adidas uh, Deutsche Bank um, all rescinded plans to invest in the state Deutsche um, Bank's wild too like oh do, do, I mean if there's if there's evil going on Deutsche Bank is providing money to make it yeah possible. it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's stunning like how bad you have to be that Deutsche Bank is like no I like like every every person who's like do, I Deutsche don't think Bank, they've pulled like, out of Russia yet like <laughs> no like do, Deutsche Bank like I, I, I think I've heard this before like I, I I knew someone who worked there who yeah. two of his co-workers like started like doing audits of, of their accounts and both of them wound, wound up dead in their hotel rooms non-extradition countries yep. Yeah, that's Gans. Yeah, mm -hmm. like even <laughs> so. Okay, yeah. so yeah, Deutsche Bank initially said they weren't going to pull out of Russia, but like two days ago, as we record this, started pulling out. So, okay, but, okay. but they, they pulled out of North Carolina. <laughs> they pulled is, out of North Carolina. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, big, big, big. Uh, I mean, <laughs> You know, there's a degree to which it's probably just like that Raytheon energy where it's like, Raytheon, we're great with trans people. Exactly. If you're making missiles, then you're fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, big musical artists like Bruce Springsteen, Pearl Jam, and a former uh, former REM member, Ringo Starr, canceled concerts there. Did you call Ringo Starr a member of REM, Garrison? <laughs> the, N the NCAA <laughs> announced that it would uh, not host championship tournaments. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Garrison, if you'd lived through the 90s, you would never make fun of Michael Stipe again. <laughs> and the National Basketball Association pulled its all-star game from Charlotte. Um, almost 70 companies joined in a lawsuit against the bill. Um, and, you know, money talks. The pressure worked. The state repealed the law in 2017. Uh, the same year, a broad coalition of business leaders in Texas blocked a similar bill pushed by the staunchly conservative then-Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Um, and we've seen the same type of thing happen in Georgia the past few years um, with, uh, with actions like corporate boycotts, um, many large employers pushing back on the succession of socially conservative bills, including like racist voting restrictions, six-week abortion bans, and, quote, religious freedom bills that would give businesses protection to refuse customers or hire employees that are queer. Um, uh, prominent in that resistance was uh, Disney, which cast a long shadow over Georgia's economy uh, via its uh, filming of Marvel movies inside Atlanta. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, across many states, big corporate brands were quick to condemn obviously bigoted political moves. Um, prominent Tennessee employers like uh, Nissan, Dell, Amazon, and Vanderbilt University sent a, sent a letter uh, last year, opposing a suite of uh, bills targeting LGBTQ rights, 
And uh, similarly, uh, a, a group of Texas businesses, business leaders declared opposition to Governor Greg Abbott's recent directive to investigate parents and others who provide transition treatment for, uh, for transgender youth. But after Trump got out of office, and particularly during this recent round of attacks on queer rights, companies have not really been backing up their words with any equivalent actions. Uh, after Tennessee... Uh, last year passed all the bills that targeted LGBTQ rights, including measures restricting uh, classroom discussion, um, barring trans girls from any high school sports, and its, and its own version of like the bathroom bill. It faced nothing like the North Carolina boycotts. It, there, was, there, was, there was just nothing, because this is when Biden was president now. Um, so whether it be the anti-CRT stuff, voting restrictions, or stripping away LGBTQ rights, the past year under Joe Biden, companies have not really bothered to push back on these socially conservative bills overtaking many states. It's it's they don't it's it's easier to push back about it's easier to push back on something when you know when you have a big bad in office, I guess. Uh, well, and I think also it's it's the companies can see which way the wind is blowing, right? Yeah, like it's the same same thing with grifters when you, when you when you watch people like when you watch streamers just like suddenly starting to flip their political positions when you when you watch the live the live streamers in particular do this when you watch them starting to flip that that's how you can tell which way the wind is blowing and this is really fucking scary because you know the the the, the way the wind is blowing right now that that these corporations are 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 you know drifting towards is just you know and refusing to oppose is just this exterminationism yeah i mean so- yeah thankfully disney got you know, shouted to like, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. We're getting into that. Yeah. So, uh, creators of the hit movie song of the South, um, was, uh, notable that in their refusal to criticize the bill as it moved through the legislator under, um, the kind of recent stuff inside Florida specifically. So, but this was part of an overall pattern. Like the, the corporate response was, was much more muted to the, to the don't say gay bill. Um, in Florida, compared to other stuff across across the country, even um, and this shouldn't really surprise anybody. Uh, many of the uh, Republican backers of the bill in Florida are actually bankrolled by the very same businesses that have done performative virtue signaling boycotts and protests under the Trump era. Uh, uh, Disney and Disney World in Orlando is one of the state's biggest employers and an, an enormous economic force inside Florida. And uh, when Disney silence was met with pushback, uh, Bob Chapek, the CEO, tried to kind of do damage control at first, like internally within the company and then for outside press. Um, Last Monday, I think, uh, which was the 7th, um, in a in a uh, in a memo to Disney staff, uh, Chapek argued that the company can do more to promote tolerance, quote, through the inspiring content we produce and the welcoming culture we create and the diverse community of organizations we support. Um, which is funny if you know anything about the history of Disney. Um, also, saying yep. that the messages in their movies are more powerful than any lobbying effort, which is... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's a good line. Which is also, you know, great, coming from the company most famous for queer coding almost all of their villains. <laughs> Great. Uh, so sure, sure, Bob. Um, uh, two days later, um, at a shareholder meeting, Chapek was a little more open and told uh, told shareholders that the company had privately opposed the bill. Um, and while trying to explain why the silence and the recent legislative efforts to attack LGBT LGBTQ people 
he said that we chose not to take a public position on the bill because we felt like we could be more effective working behind the scenes, engaging directly with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. But it uh, it uh, it later came out that Chapek had only reached out to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis just that morning after the bill had already had already passed. Yeah, we, we, we need that cat from Saga that just yells lies. L- yes, lying cat, my favorite. Um, definitely appreciate lies. lying cat. Lying. Uh, yeah. So, of course, none of this satisfied anybody. Um, and there's been increasing pushback from both within the Disney company and outside. Um, uh, uh, Pixar sent a letter to Chapek criticizing his wishy-washy stance on the on the on the Don't Say Gay bill, and even goes on even goes on to goes on to criticize the corporation for capitalizing on pride through like a uh, through Rainbow Mickey merchandising and stuff. Uh, saying, "quote It feels terrible to be part of a company that makes money from pride merch when it when it chooses to step back in times of our greatest need and when our rights are at risk," uh, says the Pixar letter. So. Yeah, uh, after after a few a few days after the shareholder meeting, Chapek said uh, third time's the charm and tried again to save face, announcing the company would immediately uh, begin supporting efforts to combat similar le- legislation in other states and would pause all political donations in the state pending a review of the company's political uh, giving, um, uh, conceding that the company failed to be a stronger ally in the fight for equal rights. And all that is well and good if you ignore the fact that in the past two years alone, uh, Disney has given uh, $300,000 to politicians in Florida who voted for the Don't Say Gay bill. Um, Disney entities donated at least $4,000 in the 2022 re-election campaigns for the bill's chief sponsors, uh, State Representative Joe Harding and state sponsor Dennis Baxley. Um, And Disney entities also donated $50,000 to Political Action Committee tied to the governor, Ron DeSantis, in 2021, so just last year. So, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think it's worth, like, noting for people who, like, are somewhat younger, which is that, like, there, there's a whole thing where corporations pretend that they like queer people now, and this is a thing that has existed for maybe a decade, and the other several hundred years of capitalism are them, like, ruthlessly crushing queer people of all kinds so yeah this is this is their normal state queer capitalism is like not a thing it's a, it's a thing that exists solely to sell you sweatshirts it's not a thing get that rainbow mickey merchandise yeah they they want to they they, they are actively okay with funding people who want to kill you so so yeah, yeah. As, as i as i was writing this um last week tonight the show with uh jonathan oliver uh, came out with a a, a a a small piece that was covering similar ground uh, to 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 my writing, that also included some uh, nice 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 background on uh, Disney sponsored politician and lead sponsor of the Don't Say Gay bill, the Dennis Baxley. Um, so yeah, apparently uh, Baxley has said that uh, quote uh, abortion is causing Europeans to be replaced by immigrants. Disney's going back Great. to its Nazi roots. Great, nice little white replacement lie. Um, in 2020, he worked on bills to repeal protections for queer workers and worked to re-legalize gay conversion therapy. Um, and in 2018, at some kind of fundraising event, he said that, quote, I know some districts where there's a big infestation of homosexuals that Ooh, are pushing boy. their agenda under the, mm. <laughs> under the screen and then trying Ooh. to get more people hired like them and set up gay adoptions and all this stuff. It's a continual fight for the values that we hold dear. Oh, uh, boy. So brought uh-huh. to you. Brought to you by Disney. 
Wow. Uh, and yeah, take ha-ha! take it. <laughs> infestation, huh? Yeah. It's uh yeah, take take uh, take yeah. note of the use of the word infestation there. Um that kind of ties yeah. into my whole my whole like uh viewing, you know, queerness as a contagion kind of yeah. idea. Well, which I mean, all viewing the enemy as a contagion is also older than just viewing queer people as a contagion because it's exactly how Hitler talked about the Jews and you yeah. know it, it goes we can look at like some of the things the Turks would say about Armenians it's this idea of you know you there's no there's no middle ground with a virus and if you turn people into a virus then you don't have to consider a middle ground yep um so before we go on break I'm going to I'm going to do one more I'm, I'm going to do a quote from an article in the Atlantic um uh, titled Want to understand the red state onslaught? Look at Florida. Um, it's a it's a it's a decent article, decent article, kind of going through the financial stuff that Disney has kind of backed. Um, but yeah, quote: Why have so many companies backed away from these fights, um, the fights against the queer le- le- legislation? Um, some corporate lobbyists I spoke with said that one reason is that they believe the public opposition is counterproductive because more Republican elected officials in the Donald Trump era find it politically valuable to be seen as fighting big companies. Businesses also frequently complain that the uh, widening gulf between the parties leaves them in a lose-lose position of alienating an important uh, block of potential customers whatever they come down on policy debates. Um, activists, though, point out that businesses often try to have it both ways by rhetorically identifying with causes such as inclusion and diversity without taking any tangible steps to defend them. Another factor uh, probably looms larger than any of these considerations. However much they want to publicly align with the values of younger customers and consumers and workers, big companies want to only uh, want, want to go only so far in fighting these proposals because they still mostly prefer Republicans in control of state governments to deliver the low tax, light regulation mm-hmm. policies that they favor. State Republicans have in turn have grown more overt about threatening those beliefs when business leaders raise objections to the culture war components of their agenda. When American Airlines criticized the restrictive voting bill in Texas passed last year, Lieutenant Governor Patrick openly threatened to kill other legislation the company had cared about. So yeah, like obviously companies want Republicans to be in charge because it will make it easier to run their big giant corporate businesses that basically are as powerful as a lot of, as a lot of other like government entities. Uh, so yeah, they're going to spend $50,000 supporting Ron DeSantis. They're going to spend $300,000 in the past, uh, the past two years supporting all these Republican candidates that voted for, for the don't say gay bill because that makes them more profit in, in the long run. And that's, you know, if you're, if you're running a business, that's what they want. So, yep, that is, uh, I'm going to, we're going we're gonna to take another ad break and then we will, we will come back to talk about. Uh, Texas and 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 bathroom bills and healthcare and all of the other kind of stuff that's happened in recent weeks. Hot, yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hello, we are back. Sorry, I was I was taking some time to listen to my favorite uh, Ringo Starr R.E.M. album. In the break, in in, in between reading books by, it's a really good combo you? of of how, a media. How how dare you? Not the, not properly appreciating Michael Stipe, the the voice of several generations. Michael Stiper, Stipener. Michael Stipe. Yeah, it's a, he was a. I mean, yeah, I I I I really like uh, the Black Keys. So. Anyway, um. I'm going to make more bad music jokes, or I could continue my script. Yeah, so. please continue. We don't have to talk about all of the wonderful contributions your generation has made to music. Like uh, like uh, U2 with uh, hit. Yeah, like hit, U2, famed Zoomer band U2. <laughs> with hit, hit man uh, George Harrison. Mm-hmm. Yep. Going to make a lot of people happy, Garrison. A lot of people real happy. At least 31 states have introduced bills that would ban trans athletes from competing in sports that correspond to their gender identities. Um, Arkansas, Mississippi, Tennessee have already signed such bills into law. At the start of this year, uh, new restrictions were put into place for in for in in Texas uh, to also restrict um, uh, uh, what K through twelve school sports people can be on. Sp- now making them specifically match uh, their sex listed on their birth certificate at or near time of birth. Um, and even when there's states who don't just have blanket bans, there's other horrifying things happening. Uh, like in the beginning of last February, it came out that the Utah Republicans uh, are making uh, uh, have proposed a commission to analyze the bodies of trans kids that would uh, determine student athlete eligibility on a case by case basis with having the authority to establish a baseline range for physical characteristics affected by puberty. 
uh, banning schools, uh, school school athletes who do not fall within these established limits from, from participating in gendered sports. Um, also, a non fun a fun side side bit about the bill is that in their uh, efforts to analyze the bodies of trans kids, uh, the bill would also render the commission immune from any lawsuit with respect to all acts done and actions taken in good faith in carrying out their purposes. Um, yeah, and this this is something that I think is is really common, specifically with transphobia, which is that like all of the rhetoric about transphobia is about sort of like like a huge amount of it's about molestation, a huge about amount a, amount of it's about pedophilia, and then I mean specifically with the molestation part, it's like yeah, okay, so we're gonna have this council, right? We're we're gonna have we're gonna have this fucking commission. And these people are gonna they're they're going to just like they're gonna molest these kids, right? But that, like this, this is just something that happens to trans people constantly. Like the TSA, like constantly, is just an enormous engine for just like, like sexually abusing every single trans person who go who goes yeah. into an airport. Yeah, like, I've definitely had not fun experiences at the airport the past yeah, few times. Like, and this this is the thing is it's like it's, it's, they, they impose as a sanction on trans people the things that they claim trans people are doing. Yes. And it's it is, and it's also interesting. You'll find how many of these kind of bill sponsors or politicians um, eventually have it come out that like they watch a lot of like trans pornography and stuff. It's like it's it's all it's all fake. Like all like everything like everything they say they don't actually mean. It's all about the culture war. It's all about all the fucking like save the children stuff. It's all an op so that they can get elected into politics, right? Well, we'll talk about this with like the with like the with the uh, Texas thing. How all of the big new Texas stuff happened like days before the primary election because they were being challenged by uh, by by other politicians that were farther to the right of them. So it's all like a political ploy. But the problem is, is that at certain points, because of how long the culture war kind of idea has been going, there's people who you know sincerely bought into the idea of the of the culture war now themselves running for office. Um, so like it is like they do actually genuinely believe the things now. Like it is it is like a, it is like a full circle thing of things that were just, you know, just to get votes initially, like things that weren't really believed sincerely just ju just to hold votes, but now people who br were brought up in that whole political idea are are starting to run for office who do actually believe those in those things sincerely. So now it's it's leading it's leading to a whole new kind of onslaught of rights because these people have just escalated and accelerated. The whole culture war idea. Yeah, well, and and the other thing is like they've linked up with people who like people whose politics is the church, or people whose politics have specifically been about eliminating trans people for like half a century, right? Like there's there's the 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 linkages that are being formed between people who have sort of like you know between these like militantly anti-trans organizations and between sort of the, these people who buy into this like. Uh, either who are very, who, either who are cynically deploying the sort of the, the sort of Christian supremacist rhetoric, or the people who are just actual like Christian fascists, right? Like the, the, these people, like the, the, these people are joining together to the point where it doesn't it doesn't really matter why they're doing it. Like at, at a certain point, that like the, the reason why specifically they're doing it becomes immaterial, and you're just sort of left with the things that they are doing. Yeah, it's. <sighs> I mean, and it's, there's just been so much of it the past the past year specifically, like yeah, over like overall, more than 100 bills uh, designed to restrict the rights of transgender of transgender people have been introduced in at least th 33 states, 
it just in just in 2021, which is like it's become a record breaking year for any kind of anti-trans legislation. It's just it is accelerated to such a extreme degree um, and now continuing in the 2022 le- legislative cycle. Um, last spring in 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 uh, in um, uh, Arkansas, the state le- legislator banned gender affirming care for minors, um, including you know puberty blockers, HRT, all the stuff, you know, um, and uh, House Bill one five seven zero prevents trans people from receiving uh, hormone therapy, puberty blockers, similar treatments. Um, it was called the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, um, you know, referring to medical treatment. <laughs> as experimentation um and shortly after the bill was 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 signed into law um the the doctors who run the largest or who ran the largest provider of of hormone therapy in the state uh reported an increase in suicide attempts in their patients during like just that same month um it was it was the first of its kind of bill signed into law and it was it was initially vetoed by the governor but then that veto was overturned by the state legislator so and that kind of similar laws have been have been happening in states ever since then. We're now going to talk about Texas um, because that's one of the one of the biggest one of the biggest kind of things in this whole fight is the stuff around Texas. So Texas officials have begun investigating parents of transgender um, adolescents for possible child abuse, according to a lawsuit filed on uh, a, a few a few weeks ago after Governor Greg Abbott directed. Uh, the the uh, Child Protective Services Agency in Texas to handle certain medical treatments, including pu- puberty blockers and HRT, as possible crimes. The directive from Governor Abbott was following a non-binding opinion by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, um, saying that uh, parents who provide their transgender teenagers with doctor-prescribed uh, a care could be investigated for child abuse. So. Uh, the, the moves by both Abbott and Paxton, which are two uh, Republican uh, uh, in, incumbents, came just days before the primary election, um, in which each of them faced significant challenges from farther right opponents. Um, so they've both fa- they've faced crit- criticism from not being staunch uh, staunchly anti-trans enough in the past, yeah. in the, in, like in the months prior to this, and they did this to hopefully you know gain support from the more radical uh more radical voters in texas that's like that is that is undoubtedly a big a big a big part of why this happened at the time that it did they did the same thing uh both uh paxton well less than paxton but uh abbott did basically the same thing with like masks yeah in the last year or two where it's like yeah you know i mean it's it's great because these people are just they, they will literally kill thousands of people in order to just hold on to their power and it's um, yeah, among to be great. the first people investigated uh, for child abuse was actually an employee by the state's protective services agency um, who had a 16-year-old transgender child. On March 1st, the ACLU of Texas and uh, Lambda, Lambda Legal, great, great name, uh, went to state court in Austin to try to stop this inquiry into this family who, again, who, who, worked, for, who worked for the Child Protective Services Agency. Um, the employee who was not named in the court filing, uh, works on reviews of, uh, reports of abuse and neglect. She was placed on administrative leave a few weeks ago, um, according to the filing. Uh, the Friday after, uh, Governor Abbott made the initial kind of letter, um, she, uh, she was visited by an investigator from the agency, 
um, who was also seeking medical records related to her child. Uh, the, the family of the child, identified in court documents only as Mary Doe, has, uh, has, has refused to voluntarily uh, turn over records and is taking the case to court. Um, according to the lawsuit, the state investigator told parents that the only allegation against them was that their transgender daughter uh, may have been provided with gender-affirming health care and was currently transitioning. And that was that was the claims that was the that was the basis for the claims of 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 child abuse. It's uh so like initially it wasn't clear if Abbott's order would survive kind of judicial scrutiny because the order does not any the order doesn't change any Texas law. Um, it's just it's just an opinion piece. And several county attorneys and district attorneys of Dallas and Houston have publicly condemned Abbott's and Paxton's directives. Um, clarifying that they would not prosecute families for child abuse under the new definition, and they would not irrationally um, and unjustifiably interfere with medical decisions. Um, the mayor of Austin announced that uh, Austin should be considered a safe place, a sanctuary for transgender children and their families, and that they would not be enforcing the governor's mandate. So it's quite a time to be alive to have sanctuary cities for being trans. Yep. And of course, all of these things, whether it be from like the DAs or the mayor, that doesn't stop child protective services from not investigating you. Like that doesn't like that doesn't like they can still investigate and harass you. They can still send agents to your door. They can still try to seize medical records, right? They can still investigate claims even if the, even if the DA won't prosecute. There's still that massive like looming threat of and like that like terror like holding over, you know, uh, people's heads. Um you know, it's 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 a it is like a mass it's a massive scare tactic, right? It is it is to terrorize people, right? It, but they'll be too scared to transition because they don't want their family to get in trouble. It's it's pretty grim. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty evil. Um, so on the uh, for for the for the ACLU and the Lambda legal uh, court filing, uh, they they they're seeking to block the request for medical records from the employees' uh, case. And more broadly, kind of challenge the legitimacy of the entire investigation and the power that the government has to change this definition of child abuse. It's because uh, it's 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 also important important to mention that the mandatory as the the mandatory reporting aspect of the bill, uh, which was well not not bill of the of the legal opinion that was really emphasized in Governor Abbott's uh, directive. Um, Abbott described in his letter that the order would mean that all licensed professionals. Who have direct contact with children, including doctors, nurses, therapists, and even school teachers, would be required to report to state authorities um, if a, if if they believe that there is a minor who is trans or could be receiving any kind of gender affirming treatment. Um, and, and if they don't report this, they could themselves face criminal penalties. So the whole the whole mandatory reporting aspect is another like insanely like insanely bad thing. That yeah, we could talk about it for a long time, but this episode is getting long enough, so we're just gonna continue through, and we can we can ponder at how at how bad that is. Um, one parent of a transgender a teenager in Houston said that the family's health clinic, uh, Legacy Community Health, had suspended all refills and uh, new prescriptions for transgender youth in light of Abbott's uh, new order. So. It's it's happening. Like yeah, it's there. It's the the stuff mm -hmm. has happened. The stuff has started. It's it's already scaring people into not doing stuff. Like it's it's that it's is doing that, what it was yeah designed to do. Yeah, yeah, and and I and I know we keep making this episode longer, but like it, it is worth mentioning that like it actually like having someone even temporarily like being off of the hormones that they've been taking for for HRT like that fucking sucks. 
Yeah, it's like, it, like it has really bad negative effects. I mean, yeah, like people will be surprised how fast hormones start working and how fast going off of them they stop working. Like it is, yeah. it is, it is pretty, it is pretty surprising. And like, I didn't want to get tons into like the science of being trans in this because that's because that's not the focus of this week. We're talking about the legislation and the onslaught of queer rights of people trying to hurt them. But like, you know, it's it's obvious that like there is not many cases at all where there's being you know like genital surgery done on minors. Like if that does that does not happen. Yeah, um, it can happen for like medic like that can happen for medically necessary reasons. Like if there's like accidents and stuff, but like that doesn't happen for gender affirming care. What happens is you get on you 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 go on puberty blockers, which are already prescribed to cisgender kids all the time. Um, if they have early on- onset puberty, they have no lasting side effects. They're completely safe. Um, and in some cases, depending on the kid's therapist and their doctors, they may be prescribed HRT, or they'll be prescribed that a, a bit later. But that is that even still, that is that is really the only things that happen. Um, and what they're really trying to suppress is both uh, b- b- both of like those things, but also like the ability for like therapists to even talk about gender with kids. Like if kids are having problems with, with like ge- with gender dysphoria, they don't feel comfortable. To even have to not even be able to talk to that uh, to talk talk about those feelings with therapists is like part is part of the goal because that can be considered gender affirming care. Um, I, I think that there, there's one other thing we really should mention, which is that uh, so th- there there is one kind like well there's few but there's there, there's a very important kind of like quote unquote like gender surgery that is done on children, which is the stuff that's done to intersex kids. And yes, I mean intersex and also kids, like, yeah, they like also like circumcisions are already like yeah, done on yeah. kids. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, with with specific with intersex kids, this stuff matters because all, all of these bills that you're talking about, where it's like, oh, you can't uh, have gender affirming surgery, you can't have like surgery on kids. Like every single one of these bills, like they, they all have, they all specifically have carve out, carve outs to allow yep. doctors to fuck up uh, the the genitals of intersex kids. Yep. Yeah. It that that's it's, it's all carved out there. So. Yeah. Well, let's see. We we are we are near the last. We are we are near 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 the last little stretch here. Um. On March 11th, a Texas state court uh, halted the new Department of Family Protective Services policy of investigating the parents of transgender children. Um, district uh, District Judge Amy uh, Mencham uh, concluded on uh, con- concluded the hearing on the requested statewide injunction by saying, "Quote: The governor's directive was given the effect of new law or new agency rule, despite there being no new legislation, regulation, or even agency policy." Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Department of Family Protective Services Commissioner Jamie Masters, uh, their actions violate the separation of powers by impermissibly approaching into the legislative domain. Um, Judge Mencham also granted a temporary restraining order blocking the state from investigating uh, the family that 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 prompted this lawsuit from happening the, from, the, from, the, from the person who already worked at the Department of, Fef- of Family Protective Services. Um, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton um, appealed this decision. Uh, well, no, uh, first of all, he he appealed the restraining order and lost that appeal. Um, and and the the ACLU is trying to make this temporary restraining order against the state permanent and extend to all parents of all transgender kids in Texas. And there's there's going to be a whole trial scheduled for this topic on July eleventh, twenty twenty two. So this is gonna Ooh. this is gonna get. This is going to happen. Like we're, we're, we will figure out what is going to happen with this later on this year. Um, and after the judge's ruling, uh, the, halting the investigations due to lack of legal binding, uh, a, a t- Attorney General P- Ken Paxton filed uh, an appeal for, for, for the ruling. So, and that's, so, so that's, that's going to get appealed. 
Um, and he he tweeted out that the quote Democrat judge's order permitting child abuse is frozen. Much needed investigations will proceed as they should. The fight will continue up to the Supreme Court. I'm ready for it. Um, but it's unclear how much legal backing this actually has. So we don't know if if the if the if the uh, protective services actually has permission to keep investigating or not. It is kind of unclear. Paxton says that they can. This this uh, this uh, state judge says they can't, and that's kind of legally up in the air right now. So we don't totally know, but there's going to be a whole trial on the topic in July. Um, kind of one of the last things I want to mention is uh, this this Idaho bill that was passed by the House of Representatives that would crim that would criminalize gender affirming medical procedures, including puberty blocker sorry, including uh, puberty blockers and HRT for any kind of trans transgender youth. And it was also reported that the bill would make it a felony punishable by life imprisonment to anyone who helps a kid travel across state lines to get gender affirming healthcare. Uh, but this actually maybe isn't actually true. Like this actually probably wasn't part of that bill. Um, the bill just amends current laws regarding female genital mutilation. Of course, uh, carving out a specific section to allow the mutilation of intersex kids. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah, it, it added a section also criminalizing gender affirming care. Um, but the section of the bill making it a felony to travel out of state only refers to the genital mutilation section. Um, it doesn't refer to the gender affirming care section. And it's unclear if that was an oversight um, or if the limitation was intentional. Who knows? Um, but it, it still did attempt to criminalize gender affirming care within the state. The bill was, I believe, I think earlier this morning, as of time, time of recording, the bill was not passed by the Senate. Um, so that's good. Uh, they said this, the, the Senate said that it was too vague in scope and it was unclear how it was going to be enforced. So that bill was halted and it did not did not continue. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's. Yeah, there is a lot of the reason why all this stuff has kind of started is that the, like there has been so much progress happening in queer rights in the past like 10 years. Right. Um, so now because the progress is more visible, what was once like obvious but like low key bigotry is trying to be put into law. Right. There's there's there used to be so many medical hoops to jump through to get any type of gender affirming treatment. But now almost every like legit medical organization recognizes the importance of gender affirming care. So that plus the visibility and the cultural acceptance of queerness is making some, you know, mostly good old white Christian conservative populations a little bit uncomfortable, right? There's there's this increasing fear that what if your kid thinks they're trans? Well, what if what if they become an unholy degenerate? What if and what if there are people trying to make that happen on purpose, right? All of the brutality, all of like all of the brutality in these bills the kind of the not like the the total nonchalance at the possibility of you know kids killing themselves because of this bill and because of all these legislations like all of like the transphobia negatively contributing to mental health all of that brutality is is justified in the minds of these anti-trans like people because it's to save the it's to save their kids from experiencing that in the first place right it's the idea that queerness is an infection that it can spread from person to person it's like it's a it's it's like a contagion if if you hear about it you could yourself become gay so if they don't hear about it, then that's not going to be a possibility. So all all of the brutality is like it's 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 both the point, but it's also justified because this thing is seen as such like an it's seen as such an ontological threat to their whole idea of like the world. So 
Yeah, that's uh, and it's. I mean, it's it's not going to stop, right? Every you know, twenty twenty one, we saw a massive increase in le- legislation on this topic. Twenty twenty two, we're seeing an even bigger increase in legislation on this topic, and you know, attempts to physically oppose it, you know, is, are can can kind of be done. I mean, like you can you can see all there was some some successful counter protests to the whole school board thing. You can also like you can sneak. Queer books into libraries. Like you can just put, you can just put them in there. Um, you can request queer books in your library systems. Um, you can, you know, attend school board meetings. And again, it's it, sure the the, the institution of uh, the institution of schooling is problematic um, in a lot of ways. But it's we shouldn't make it worse for queer kids. So maybe it still is worth actually focusing on. And there is there's a lot like you know you can like, like in the case of the ACLU suit there is legal challenges being taken up against all of these things we'll see how that goes the there's always been a there's always been a shaky record of the legal you know of like the the court's ability to protect these rights but every once in a while it does happen like with like with gay marriage um, the last thing I'll mention with like specifically with like HRT being made illegal in a lot of these places at least like prescribed via doctor. Um, I will kind of talk. About, I will mention um, DIY HRT as a thing. That, that that is a thing that exists. You can go to DIYHRT.github.io to get information on this. It's been it requires a lot of like research, but you can find like you can get HRT. You can get like estrogen and stuff from like like made by the companies that that supply pharmacies. You can buy that legally. Um, Testosterone is a little bit more iffy. Because that is, I think, uh, that is like a Schedule Two or Schedule Three drug, um, but estrogen is much more available um, to buy legally online. To just make sure you get it from a good place and make sure that you, you know, know how it affects you and all that stuff. Like, do lots of reading, but that is a possibility. So I will probably plan an episode on DIY HRT in the near future. Just like it's like a whole episode on the topic. But I just wanted to kind of mention that as one of the last things of being like, yeah, if they're restricting all these stuff, we should probably, you know, learn to provided ourselves because there's no guarantee that the governments or any kind of even like pharmacies will be able to do that forever right yeah. like it's it's good to have alternative methods of figuring out how to get the drugs that make you feel nice um so yeah that was uh that is my episode on the on the legislation that has been happening in the past in the past really like six months um yeah that's fun yeah, and by, by the time hey. this is up, there there might there might be new stuff that has happened. Um, oh, most certainly. Yeah, so. that's good. That's why you know when all the stuff gets very depressing, I just like listening to my favorite Wayne Cohen song by Pink Floyd, and it really just really does wow, Garrison. Calm, wow. calm me down and make wow. me feel much better. Wow. Well, I'm gonna go listen to the new uh, double album that 100 Gex did with Billy Joel. Uh, I do I do love me some 100 Gex. Yeah, the Gex Joel concert, it's even I I hear that that Elton John's going to get in too and they're going to they're going to do That would be some, quite the show, honestly. That would, that would be that would be a fascinating experience. <laughs> that would be a very gay, it would very be an amazing show. mix of like Horny women in their sixties and horny seventeen-year-olds. What an that incredible is, thing that would that be. That is what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that is. Uh, there are plenty of organizations that are you know fighting against the stuff in Texas. Um, I could list them, but honestly, if you if you if you're not there, it's 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 iffy. I mean, you you, you should you, you should look into what's happening in your area. 
learn what legislation's being passed in your area, learn what your, you know, state representatives are doing and look into helping people get DIY HRT. That's really, that's really, I mean, like, yep. yeah. if there's a way that bodybuilders can get testosterone, there's a way that you can get testosterone for trans guys if um, estrogen is much easier to get. Um, so look into that. Don't, don't, don't be stupid. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that's, that is, that is, that is my piece. Yep. All right. Find joy, find violence and find the correct application of the two that allows people to stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. uh, yeah. And, uh, listen to, listen to music that makes you happy. That is, that is, that is all you can do. All you can, yeah. uh, all you, all you can do yeah is find your favorite U2 album uh, featuring Roger Waters alright bye Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.